Hello and welcome back to Emily's Thoughts. I know it's been a while, but I'd like to just jump right back into um, talking about a few things. So uh, this week's episode is about uh, tabletop role-playing games. Um, when most of you have almost definitely heard of is Dungeons and Dragons, but there are a lot of other ones, and uh, a lot of people don't really know what they are, how they work, and so. I would like to take this episode to just kind of talk about what they are, how they work, and why I like them so much. So uh, without further ado, let's get right into that. So tabletop role-playing games are kind of like a combination of a board game and interactive storytelling. Um, It's all very free form, but there's still a lot of there's still some structure to it. Like, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, there, there's a set of rules is what I'm trying to say. And if you get the right people and the right skills, they're incredibly fun. Um, and so first I'm going to go over how most of them tend to work. Um, so usually one or more people, one person at a time, is selected as, as what is called the game master. It's the central storyteller and kind of the guide for the plot of the story. They know some things that the rest of the players don't. The players take on characters that they usually make themselves with, um, and depending on the system, they'll have different stats and abilities that set them apart from the others, make, you know, make them unique. Um, and then as you play the game, generally speaking, a lot of the time you, you could just be like playing as your character, which is just, that's the role-playing element, where you're literally just talking as your character and making decisions as your character. But um, again, depending on the system, you can make uh, roles or any other kind of kind of success-failure metric to figure out whether a certain action is completed successfully. It's usually based on the different skills that you have um, as your character. And, um, through that and, you know, there's often like a kind of combat element as well, which kind of ties into the rolling and the success failure. And through all of those things, the story progresses and it's, it eventually can become this like really expansive, really rich kind of massive, massive story, which I think is really cool. It's a really, it's a really cool way to, to to get out creativity. Whether you're a game master or a player, there's a lot of different opportunities for a creative outlet. Um, and as I said, if if you find the right people and you find the right system and you you learn the rules well, and yeah, you you can have a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and so that's. Basically, how a lot of tabletop role-playing games work. Um, yeah. Now that I've covered the basics of um, tabletop RPGs, I actually like to go into a few of the uh, tools online, downloadable, etc., that I use. That um, I think makes my uh, life a lot easier when it comes to playing these games. Um. Now, a lot of these are, are, are kind of only useful if you're playing a game like online with somebody, but um, some of them are really useful, especially for uh, game masters.
So when it comes to um, management of both character sheets, if you're a player and uh, encounters, if you're a game master, especially for Dungeons and Dragons, I cannot recommend the app Fight Club and Game Master by Lion's Den enough. I think they're on both iOS and Android. I personally only have an iOS device that I use it on, so I cannot confirm that. Um, in order to make uh, an unlimited amount of characters in Fight Club, which is the one for character sheets, all you need to do is just pay three bucks and you, after that, you can make as many characters as you want. There's no ads, although I don't remember whether there was ads to begin with. It's just a really good deal if you want to make just a ton of character sheets. It has dice rolling. It has um, it has a structure where you can add your own homebrew through files or just through a UI. You can load in essentially as much content as you want through these files. It's a really cool... I use it for my character sheets, both on and offline. Um, although I haven't been playing as many offline games recently, so because um, for a number of reasons. But uh, yeah. So for uh, game masters who have a fairly complicated world that they want to manage, World Anvil is really good because with World Anvil you can create um, essentially templated wiki articles. So you can say, oh, this is the leader of this country, and you can link them all together. So you can say, this person is the leader of this country, which has these people in it. And the subscription for World Anvil is a bit more expensive. If you have enough to pay for it, I'd say it's worth it, because it can kind of really enrich a lot of things that you're doing, including, like, calendar like custom calendars that like render you can cr actually create calendars with certain markings on them for holidays or for a lot of other stuff it's it's just it's a lot of fun and i like it uh and it's really easy to share that information with all of the players and have them make their own and have them put their character sheets in there um as far as online gameplay is concerned uh, Roll20 um, is really nice, although it's it has it has a few shortcomings. Um, I find that it's really useful if you want to use it, one of their built-in systems. Um, and for note-taking during online play, uh, Google Keep. It's um, essentially an online sticky notes board made by Google that you can use. And I use it for taking notes uh, when I play my games online. Uh, and last but not least, one of, honestly, the most useful applications that I've used for online play is Discord, the, uh, the chat program because it's really good for you you can create a server for your campaign you can play through there through voice calls there are bots that do rolling that way you can say oh okay this is the plan um you know and notify people when plans are updated and stuff like that it's a really good way to communicate with 
players and with other people. And then when you want somebody else to join the game, a lot of people have Discord accounts. So all you got to do is just send them an invite to your Discord server if you want them to join the game. Um, that's actually where I play most of my online games. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely recommend that uh, if you're looking for a, a good place to find games. Um, and so that about wraps up this segment for uh, good tools for tabletop role-playing games. Uh, I'll be right back. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Um, as always, if you enjoy the episode, please, please, please tell your friends. I do not advertise this show because if I, well, other than by word of mouth, because if I did, then I would be even more broke than I already am. And I don't want to do that because I kind of need money for, you know, school and stuff. So... Um, that being said, again, thank you for listening. Um, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. Wait, I already said that. If you really enjoy the show and you want to support it, there is a way to support me on the on my Anchor dashboard. Well, Anchor dashboard, Anchor page at anchor.fm slash Emily's E M I L Y S dash thoughts. T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. That is anchor.fm slash Emily's thoughts with a hyphen in between those two words and no punctuation, no capitalization other than the, you know, the, the hyphen. So, um, I know that I, I've been, I've been gone for, um, uh, a while, and I only just uploaded um, a, a bonus episode uh, a, a while back, and then I took the entire month of March off, and it was really just to record a backlog of episodes. This is actually the first episode I'm recording in March because I took more than two weeks to plan, and so I'm recording this episode on March 16th. Um, it's going to be released on the first Tuesday of April, whichever one that is. I don't even know yet. So, um, I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, I'm gonna, uh, potentially if I get, if, if, if I have sponsors at any point in time, you're going to hear another sponsored segment right after this, and then we'll get right back into the show. Thank you. Okay, welcome back yet again. Um, uh, you may or may not have just heard um, two advertisements. Um, and if, if you did, thank you for listening through those. That is, um, that's the, the main way that um, I will be supporting the show once I get sponsors. As of recording right now, I don't have any sponsors. That's probably because I only have three full episodes. Um, but anyway, if you didn't hear, um, any ads right there, then please, 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 please 
tell your friends about the show because the more listeners I have, the more likely I am to get a sponsorship. And if I get a sponsorship, the more likely I am to be able to continue making this as I make, um, I'll be in probably small amounts of money. So anyway, without further ado, let's get right back into the actual show. Um, so uh, I, I wanted to talk about at the very least a few of the different um, role-playing game systems that exist in the world, because there are a lot of them. The one that people probably know the best is Dungeons and Dragons, which is actually now in its fifth edition. So um, it's been cha- it's changed a lot since it was first made. It's actually changed a lot since the last edition alone. Um, that's the one you're going to see the most often. That's the one a lot of people play. Um, it's the one that I play for the most part, with the exception of a few games. Um, it's it's high fantasy, with a lot of uh, you know different fantasy races and a lot of magic, and also a lot of room for homebrew, which is making your own content. So you can make your own spells, you can make your own classes, you can make your own races, you can make your own magic items, uh, as long as they're, you know, balanced. And so I've I've made a few of those myself, which I won't go into now, because if I did, I would never stop rambling about them. But yeah, it's really cool because it's not this really closed system in fact, most tabletop role-playing games are like that, where they're meant to be an open system where people can can make their own content and add their own flair to their game. And uh, actually, that brings me into... Um, I'll, I'll talk more about even more open systems later. But first, I kind of wanted to move into the what is probably the second most popular system, that's Pathfinder. It's fairly similar to one of the editions of Dungeons and Dragons, the exact number of which I am blanking on right now, but I'm sure I'll remember it later and kick myself for it. (laughs) But Pathfinder has a lot more in the way of skills and a lot more in the way of roles um, and has a lot more room. It's it's in a similar setting to D&D, so I'm not really going to go into that. Um, It actually has a lot more room for kind of like being a hero, a lot more people um, run games where the characters are supposed to be a little bit more powerful in Pathfinder, I've found. It's not necessarily indicative of the system, um, but it's just something, it's just a pattern I've noticed. Um, you know, you can have powerful hero characters in D&D and in plenty of other systems. Um, next, I'm going to actually talk about some more obscure systems. I'm actually going to kind of only just gloss over these. So um, there's ones that they, they don't actually use D20s. And the these are the ones I'm going to talk about now. There's the Powered by the Apocalypse games, which use 2D6 and a, a, actually a fairly limited number of abilities to, um, to run their roles. There's uh, GURPS, Generic Universal Role Playing System, which uses uh, just a number of D6s. Um, and generic uh, GURPS is possibly the most open-ended game I've ever seen. You could buy uh, a, a dozen different books 
about different rule sets and still not even have half of the rules that people have made for this game. There's so many different rule sets that are essentially just like these little plug and play elements with the basic rules. You just combine these rule sets with the basic rules and you can play in dozens of different settings and themes and texts and it's wonderful. And uh, I, I really hope to be able to, to play a game with GURPS at some point, but I do not recommend it as a kind of entry-level role-playing game because it's a lot more complex. I would really suggest starting with something like a Powered by the Apocalypse game or a D&D game or a Pathfinder game. And then comes uh, something that I found a lot of people have just not heard of. It's um, called Cyberpunk 2020. And it is a good game. It's, it's based in, in, in the cyberpunk universe. Um, technically set in the year 2020. I believe it was made in... I believe the latest edition of it was released in the either the late 80s or the early 90s. I'm not sure. Um, I Again, I should really double-check these things before I record, but I didn't. So here we are. Now, Cyberpunk is, oh, it's so severely skill-based. So your ability roles, the equivalents of, like, strength, dexterity in D&D, in D&D, that, that, that's the base. That it constitutes most of what your ability is going to be. In Cyberpunk, this could constitute, like, less than half of your total modifier. If you're not skilled in a particular skill, even if your abilities are good, you know, even if your like physical or mental abilities are good, if you don't know about this skill, you're not going to do well, which actually makes a certain amount of sense. It also has a lot of other changes that make it more well-suited for a futuristic environment as opposed to a medieval-style high fantasy environment. And it's, it's a good system. I played it. It's a lot of fun. Um, kind of in conclusion, um, a lot of different systems have a lot of different uses depending on what you're looking for. Um, they have different complexities, different play styles. Oh, and I did forget to mention Cyberpunk 2020 uses a D10 for checks. Um, so yeah, so yeah, the, 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 the different systems have different styles and different structures but most of them are fun. Um, try them out. See which one you like. Um, you know, find a group of people you enjoy playing with and have fun. That is the number one rule of tabletop role-playing games. Have fun. Um, no gaming is better than bad gaming. So, um, until next week, um, I actually don't know what next week's episode is going to be about. So, I shall um, see you guys next week with a new episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Goodbye.